Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim, and we talk about horror movies on this show. And this episode, we are returning to a franchise that we've been working our way through for a few months now. This is going to be A Nightmare on Elm Street, Part 4, The Dream Master. So, we'll start spoiler-free, as we always do. We'll warn you about spoilers before we get to them, somewhere in the middle. And that's, you know, that's, that's going to be the show. We're going to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street 4. We've talked about the first three, of course. You can find those on the channel or on the audio feed, if that's where you're, you're listening to this. Um, but here we are. So, yeah. And we love three, didn't we, Tim? Wait, what? Part three. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dream Dream Warriors. We like Dream Warriors. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. Yes. yes. I, th- I, thought, I thought you said we love to eat, and I was like, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> absolutely, yes. Uh, so, <laughs> so Nightmare on Street 4, uh, we pick up where the third one kind of left off a little bit later. And the, the three, I mean, obviously, no spoilers for this one yet, but I mean, it's hard to, given that we have survivors from the last movie, I kind of have to, you know, mild spoilers for the last one. But mm-hmm. the three survivors of the last film uh, are now sort of in a more normal lives. They're going to high school, and there's a new group of characters as well who are friends with these characters. And of course, Freddy comes back, and you know uh, it's worth mentioning they recast uh, the main actress from the, the last movie. Yeah, uh, Rosanna, Rosanna Arquette has been recast in this one. It's the same character. Um, Isn't it Patricia Arquette? Oh, Patricia, you're right. It's Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Um, I'm mixing my Arquettes up. Uh, but, yeah, Patricia <laughs> Arquette. Yeah, so she was recast. And so <laughs> she's maybe the same character. And, you know, so that's kind of like annoying because it's like, eh. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you recast the main character in the sequel. Uh, the other two kids, though, uh, they, Kincaid and Joey are the same actors, though. Yeah, the, the actress they recast isn't bad. It's just... Yeah, yeah it's... Yeah, it's not that she's she's like a huge step down or anything. It's just like oh, it's just annoying. It's like okay, she's maybe the same actress, the same character. So, uh, so you have to kind of put up with that. Uh, interestingly, though, her mother, who only had a couple of scenes in the last film, is the same actress in this. Mm-hmm. Who again is only in like two scenes, but it's the same actress. Yeah. I, I thought okay, they went to the effort of having her come back. Uh, very good. Uh, I mean, not that's the movie's fault. I mean, if if Arquette didn't want to come back, then she didn't want to come back. I mean, yeah, <laughs> not, not much to do about it. But hey. So, Freddy comes back, even though we pretty definitively killed him in the last movie. Mm-hmm. and But, of course, they wanted a fourth film. So, this came out in 1988, and we're going to get into it. So, Tim, I'm going to ask the question. Before we... Obviously, I think there's so much plot stuff that I want to talk about, but it's all spoilers mm-hmm. filled. So, let's just, mm-hmm. let's just you know start with the question. Tim, do you yep. enjoy An Eight on Elm Street Part 4, The Dream Master? Well, uh, if you recall, I, I think when we were talking about... Uh, the third one, um, I, I, I do think you mentioned something about how it was like the last good one and all the other ones were garbage. And I was kind of keeping tight-lipped uh, mm. because I, I wanted to wait for this episode because uh, I actually like this one quite a bit. Uh, it's not as good as you know Dream Warriors or, or the first one, but I think it is still um, a very good you know, uh, you know know nightmare sequel. I, I think it kind of gets a a little unfairly maligned because uh, the you know I, I feel like a, a lot of people agree with that like oh yeah like you know dream warriors is the best and that kind of ends there um you know like story-wise you know there's some stuff that i don't love um you know it's a little bit of a step down but i think it's still a lot of fun and i i think the kills in this are are really good um like they have like a, this kind of like you know uh, i think they really play into like the dream like quality of them and uh so uh, yeah I, I like it quite a bit <laughs> i would say Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> uh, well, here's a bit of a surprise for you, Timmy. I actually 
didn't think this was as bad as I remembered it to be. Okay, uh, cool. Um, it's mm-hmm. better than I thought it was. I do think it has a, a, a big case of uh, we wanted a sequel, so we just forced the plot to fit the fact that we wanted another film. Yeah. There's, there's a few elements of that. The fact that Freddy's back with no explanation. There's like no yeah. explanation why he's back. It just didn't work. He's back. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'll agree to that. Yeah. Yeah. But and you know, and there's some stuff that did make me laugh in a very unintentional way to work. You know, because this movie's kind of weird in places, even for a, even for a, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of like '80s cheese in play here. Yeah. Uh, it's directed by Rennie Harlan, who went on to direct Die Hard Two, uh, amongst mm-hmm. other action films. But he got his start here with uh with with this. Um, <laughs> And there's some weird things about like like obviously uh, what's the character's name? Uh, Arquette's character from the from the last movie. She had the power to pull her people Kristen? in. Kristen Nago to yeah. pull people into her dreams. Right, that was her big thing. Yeah. Um, and there's some weird evolution of that in this one that mm-hmm. is very bizarre. Uh, but there is some fun stuff to be had. It does c- yeah. commit some sequel sins though of how it treats the characters from the previous film that do oh, yeah, upset me. It- yeah, if I have a one big complaint, it would be about, yeah, I think uh, what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, not only does it do the thing that I don't like about what sequels do to its characters from the previous film, it does it very quickly to all of them. Like it's, it's like very like back to yeah. back. There's this happens to multiple characters, um, yeah. but hey, you know, it's the thing. You know, it, I, I kind of wonder. It feels like. Um, it feels like I, I think this movie would be a lot better if it wasn't forced with kind of having to be a quick sequel to like the best or like most beloved nightmare mm. movie. Uh, Cause it feels like there's a lot of good stuff in here. Uh, but then it's kind of either. I, I agree with the kills. I think the kills are really inventive and fun. Yeah. Um, and I think there are some fun cheesy moments that I do really like. Uh, there's, there's some bad acting. Like even for like yeah. this franchise, there's some really awkward, yeah. clunky dialogue towards the start that yeah. r- was really bizarre to me. Uh, but you know, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I think like um, if you know, if, if you're someone who watched the series like you know a while ago, and yeah, you kind of only have you know memories of like you know the first and third one. Uh, I think this is a like a, kind of a nice, surprising one to go back to and be like, uh, yeah, it, it's not, it's not going to blow you away. It's not um you know up to the standards of you know the first or the third one but i think it is like a surprisingly good one that yeah maybe not as many people recognize yeah it's not bad it's not bad there's some fun stuff there i I was having fun i I think it's definitely better in the first half i I think when it gets to the the final fight and how like freddy's you know i mean i think it's a spoiler to say that he's defeated again at the end because it's that's that's, really cool that's how these movies work (laughs) um when he gets defeated i thought like some of the logic for that just came out of almost nowhere and like Sure. Okay, I guess yeah. this, I guess this works now. This is how you beat yeah. him. Like, sure. Why? I, I feel like that's kind of like a, a little par in course for the series, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Like if you remember, like in the the very first movie, like I don't know where, like you know, all of a sudden, like, uh, you know, Nancy's just kind of like, I don't believe in you. You don't have any power anymore. He's like, no, and it's kind of like, okay, <laughs> not sure where that came from, but I think that gets away with it in the first movie to a point. But I think it's when you get to the fourth movie here, and like all of a sudden he has this weakness, and it's like. Wait, what? <laughs> We've had four movies with them. Why was this a thing? Yeah, it's definitely like that sequel thing where it's like, well, yeah, we can't just keep doing the same thing. So yeah, just throw this thing in here. Yeah, just 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 a slight fast forward to Freddy versus Jason. But in, oh. <laughs> in that movie, he's suddenly afraid of fire when that has never been a thing up until that point. 
I mean, I know he got yeah. burned alive, but you know, he was never f- afraid of fire. <laughs> like that was never a thing. But hey, uh, no one's ever tried this before. <laughs> no, you bitch! <laughs> Burning me alive. What? <laughs> uh, but no, no. I, I think um, if I'm going to give a standout Freddy moment in this one, without getting to spoilers, I think I'll just say the beach scene with the Jaws esque yeah. Freddy hand, which yep. is not only in the water, but then comes out of the sand and is going through the sand yep. in the beach. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> that was a really really fun time and you get Freddy with the sunglasses and, and so on uh, so so no um, but that's okay I, I think we'll just get to spoilers I think you know we're not even hitting 10 minutes but I think this, this is one where we're going to talk about spoilers we're going to talk about characters and, and what they're like obviously yeah. you've got a, a cast of characters who are there to be killed off we have the three survivors from the previous film who are unfortunately all killed in the, in the movie which is kind of annoying especially since two of them die back to back really quickly uh, yeah Joey and uh, Kincaid and I like those characters. It, it just it feels like such a waste to just kill them off like that. Yeah, it's because that was like one of the big things that you really like about the you know third one is uh, you know it, it takes time to actually develop characters and give you interesting, mm. unique people that you kind of root for. I mean, it's it, like it's almost like a you know it feels kind of comic booky. Like they're almost like a superhero team at this point. And then yeah, to just kind of get rid of them like very you know like unceremoniously kind of right away. It's yeah, it's kind of a yeah. bummer. It, it kind of sucks, but uh, that's not to say that you know in the junkyard, the scene where Kincaid dies, where Freddy comes back from the the grave, if you will. I mean, it's a fun yeah. looking scene, and then again, Joey when he, you know, he, he's, he the, the the attractive woman's in his waterbed, the waterbed, yeah, yeah, and he gets killed that way, like you know, and you know, Freddy's like, "How's this for a wet dream?" Like yeah. you know, it's yeah, you know, it's causing Freddy scene. It's just it's just annoying that they're killing these characters, and then yeah. the big thing with Kristen is that she is like you know more and more she's and like. Freddy wants more victims, but no one knows about him, so she wants her to pull other people into the dream, because once they see him, once they experience him, that's it. He's locked on to them. Um, yeah, because, yeah, if you remember, like, you know, these, uh, we're starting to get to this point where, like, these um, kids, like, have uh, powers, which I, I think is, like, a you know, pretty cool concept. That was, like, you know, the big thing of Dream Warriors, and then, yeah, Kristen's power was to drag other people into, yeah. you know, her dreams, and, and then... And she uh, does it, I like how... I like how she does it casually at the start where she pulls Joey and Kincaid in yeah. and they're just like, oh, come on, Chris, again? Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my sleep. Like, yeah. you know, so. And then, uh, yeah, that's interesting. And then it's, uh, and I think it's actually like, you know, an interesting plot that, you know, oh, Freddy, uh, you know, is going to manipulate that to get more victims. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, this is like interesting. Yeah, he wants to pull in. And of course, it's actually, I mean, it's, I mean, Kristen is alive for a while. It's like, it's like 40 minutes in when she dies. Yeah. Uh, but she accidentally, she kind of accidentally pulls in and you know and Alice, Alice uh, at that point, or just sort of new main character, who's very clearly the new main character. Even at the start, when yeah. she's like friends with Kristen, it's like okay, we're going to shift the heart. It feels like it. Um, but there's this weird moment as she's like dying, she's like throwing throwing the furnace. She's like, "Hey, Alice, you're going to need my superpower." And she throws, and there's like, like a light that travels to her. And I'm like, "What? How can you do this? When was this established? You can just pass on your superpower." So, what? Well, What's weird is like, um, and, and you kind of start to see this throughout the rest of the movie is like her power is that, I guess like she has other people's powers. Alice, Alice has her own superpower, which is that when anyone she knows that she's brought into the dream dies by Freddy's hands, she inherits any of their abilities and knowledge, right? Which, which uh, I mean, it's like kind of cheesy but i also think like kind of cool like i like you know when you start to get towards the towards the end and you see like oh like she knows like martial arts and stuff now it's like oh, oh yeah. like 
And Even before she gets that power, like, as soon as it cut to her brother, and he's in his room, and he's got, like, the headband on, and he's doing, like, you know, karate, yeah. I'm like, what is this? What am I watching? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna lie, that's a fair reaction to have, but I, honestly, I do think it's a lot of fun, though. The best scene in the movie might be the scene, because like, she's, you know, she's, she's taken on a little bit of the, the, the knowledge and the sayings of her other friends, you know, the, the nerdy girl who died with the asthma, oh, yeah. or a little like asthma, <laughs> at least, you know, during the physics Which, test. I think that that might be one of my favorite kills uh, in the movie. Just like seeing like her like all lifeless, sucked out body. Yeah, um, it's fun how like Alice can see it because she's also like, in the dream. But all yeah. the rest of the class are all just working on the test because they're awake. Uh, th- that was like a nice little touch. Uh, so the kills are inventive. Actually, I have to give the kills some credit. Uh, the beach yeah. one being my favorite, but they're all they're all quite good. Um, but like no, so so like the, my favorite scene in the movie may actually be, and this is kind of in a cheesy bad way, but I love it. Is when she like picks up the nunchucks after her brother's died, like, her brother eventually dies, and she picks up his nunchucks and she's just very very slowly and like a child just starts moving them and it looks really pathetic and then she slowly starts to get better at it and then she eventually starts just whipping them around and she's like putting them under yeah. her arm and it's like very and it's like you know the music starts it's, it's this rock music this eighties yeah. rock music starts playing and she's like you know, whipping around oh. the nunchucks and I'm like what is this movie what am I watching what's happening. You know, I- I'm not going to lie, by the time the movie was over, I was kind of tempted to go over to iTunes and look up the soundtrack here. I was like, it's a pretty rocking... <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I even tweeted when I started watching the movie uh, during the opening titles. I was like, oh, I, I, didn't, I forgot this jam, this yeah. rocking jam that it starts with. It's very upbeat. Yeah, like, if you like, like, kind of, like, cheesy 80s pop music, uh, I think this is a pretty good movie for that. I'd, I'd say uh, maybe the sort of pop hair metal. I'd say it's sort of between yeah. the, the pop and the hair metal is kind of where it, it lands. And I, I don't know if you watched all of the credits, but at one point, Freddy does rap. <laughs> I did not watch all of the credits. I, I'm not going to lie, Tim. Uh, I was watching this on a, a deadline because we were going to start recording, and I had to watch Tales right. from the Crypt after it. So I immediately, as soon as the credits hit, I turned it off and put in Tales. Okay. That, that was my my uh, my time watching these this and the, the Tales. But you know, yeah. do you think that Freddy and the Crypt Keeper would they get along, or do you think they would like feel like you know, they're both trying to do, like, the cheesy puns and stuff. Do you think they would, like, kind of feel threatened by each other? I think they get along. Okay. All right. I, I, feel like, I feel like there'd be no point in them killing each other because they're both already dead. Right. So they just kind of, like, <laughs> put up with each other. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I feel like if anything, they just try and keep out punning each other. You know, the crypt people make a pun and they feel like, uh, that sucks. No, this is a better pun. And he, he would do his pun, and it just, you know, a you see, I, see, like, I feel like it'd be the kind of thing where, like, I don't know if you've had this before, but like, I've had, um, you know, friends where they'll be like, you know, like, oh, like, uh, you like comic books? Like, you gotta meet my friend who loves comic books. Like, you guys will get mm. along so well. And then, like, you meet him, and like, you're kind of like, and this guy thinks he knows more than me. Like, you know, you kind of. <laughs> Yeah, you, you gotta like. Uh, I don't know if I've had that. Up. I think I've had. Like, oh, you have to meet this person because they like this thing as well. But like, it'll be a broad thing, like comic books. So you'll meet the person, and it'll be like, oh, I like you know like X type of comic book, and then the other person's like, well, no, I, I only like um, independent comic books that come from uh, yeah. very poor artists. You know, I I, I don't like uh, this, any mainstream. And you know, I, I like some indie comics, but like, I don't like any of these mainstream superhero sure, things. Yeah. I look down upon them. If someone really snooty about it, it's like, yeah. okay, you assumed I would get along with this person because they, they like comic books like me, but 
You know, it's it's like someone saying, to us, "Oh, you you'll love this person because they're into horror films." But then we'll meet them, <laughs> and like, "Oh, my favorite horror movie is Saw 3. And it's like, "Well, <laughs> goodbye." Yeah, sorry. Goodbye, <laughs> scumbag. I'm away. Yeah, a, yeah I, I I get that. Yeah, I've definitely been in that situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you just kind of have to you know why be a dick because so you, you don't really know the person so you don't just be like oh you're an right, idiot right. Right? you're just like yeah. oh no I'm not really into that I like these and it's just kind of awkward because you actually don't have anything in common even yeah. just because the other person has terrible taste but that's you know yeah. nah you're not there anyway what were we talking about yes nunchucks <laughs> she was nunchucking and yeah. she has like the and this is the thing this is where it was like, I was starting to see the potential in the movie as like it's own separate thing I think it falters because it spends so much time transferring from the last main character from the last movie over to Alice that by the time it gets to Alice sort of like building up her story it's just like a, a few deaths and then all of a sudden it's like okay it's time to like suit up and she has that scene yeah. where she puts on like clothes from all of her friends who like you know it's, it's, it's the headband from her brother it's the leather jacket from another friend it's the spike bracelet from the other one it's like she's like oh yeah I'm a yeah. badass I, I, I'm, a, I'm the assembly of all of the warriors I am the dream master yeah it, it, it's cool like I, I like this idea and this concept and, uh, and it does feel kind of like comic booky like you know uh like she's putting on a suit she's getting these powers you know it's like uh it's exciting and it's um you know a thing that you know we mentioned before that we like a lot where you know characters being proactive they're not waiting oh absolutely when am i gonna die it's like yeah no like yeah she's like alice is cool she's badass and you're really looking to you know forward to that fight a couple of scenes i want to mention with alice though that really cracked me up not necessarily (laughs) intentionally uh this one's meant to be intentional i think though it's been her brother because uh, she keeps getting picked on by her father. Her father's kind of a drunk who's always mad at her and always. Because yeah. but the first time you see her, see her with her father, he says, "Oh, is that what you're wearing today at school?" As if it's like a slutty outfit, and she's like <laughs> wearing the most innocent like thing I've ever seen. <laughs> she, she's got like a cardigan over like a flowery dress. Yeah. It's, it's like the most innocent outfit I've ever seen. Anyway, so but he shouts at her at dinner for like feeding her feeding them some like you know uh, vegetables he's like ah what, this, what am I a rabbit and he gives her some shit so later on the brother and her are up in the, her, on her bedroom he's like oh you've got to learn to stick up for yourself you know you know, you can't, you can't let him walk all over you and he wants to like you know help her and he does like a flat he does like a jump kick and he goes like hiya and he does a big kick and he's like oh like cause, and he's explaining look look take, take me for example you know it's, it's a mental condition I think of something I want to do and my body just like understands and does it and then he does the, the jump kick and goes hiya and he's like see just like that this is an example of that and I'm like that's not an example of that this is an example of you training every day right because then he says hey now you and she's like what I can't do yeah. that. It's like, no, just think it and you'll do it. And she like does it really shittily and he's like, no, you have to have balance. I'm like, well, it's not just thinking and then doing then, is it? You, yeah. you have to practice and get better at it. Yeah, like, everything in life would be very easy if you could just do that. They are saying what make it. This is, this is Alice being kind of dense, right? I, I, I need to like, call her out on this. So oh. later in the movie, she's in a dream at one point with Freddy and Freddie like sees her weightlifting friend, her you know, a female friend who like, lifts weights. She's like the one who's kind of also into the guy she's into, Dan, right? And you see her, she's lifting weights. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go after her. So, yeah. so you know, she's like, no, I want to save my friend. So she calls Dan. She runs down to the truck that he's in. And she's like, oh, can we have to go. He's gonna have to go after whatever her name is, Debbie. Mm-hmm. And we're going to so they get in the truck and they drive off. And meanwhile, we see like Freddie coming after Debbie, and he, you know, this is the the fun kill scene where he, uh, he pushes cockroach. the he pushes the weight down and it snaps oh. her elbows and then yeah. the cockroach legs come out of her elbows it's you know it's, it's a really fun scene yeah 
But, you know, so we see them driving towards it, and then we see it loop. Like, they get out of the car, and then they run back around the same corner. It's like, hey, we have to go save Debbie, and they get in the car. And he has, like, one line where he's like, I get the funniest feeling we've done this before. So it's almost like, so they're in a dream, and Freddy's making them loop, so they, can, they can't get there in time, right? The third time it happens in the loop, she comes running around the corner, she gets to the truck, she's like, and as she says we have to go and save Debbie, he says the same thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they stop and they realise, and she goes, crap, we're, we're still sleeping, he is making his loop so we will never get to her. Let's go! <laughs> Do you see the fault in your logic here? You've just acknowledged that he's making you loop, and your plan is to do the exact same thing, get in the truck and start driving again. You know what? I admire her optimism. <laughs> a smart man once said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. That oh, yeah. is literally this right here. He's making <laughs> yeah, she... us loop. He's making us loop and go round in circles. He's got power over us. He's making us never get there in the truck so we can never get to her in time. Let's go! <laughs> oh yeah, I like that reading that she's insane. <laughs> Just goddamn insane. Mm. Yeah, no, like she, she's like a very likable uh, character, though. Like, um, oh, she's likable. Like, sure, she's she's kind of like uh, uh, to compare to a character from the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's kind of a Willow vibe to Willow, her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the yeah, like the uh, I, I don't know, like the the dream sequences just they just feel like very dreamy. Uh, yeah, to me, mm. like like even that, like it definitely feels like you know, like kind of dream like, you know, you've had before where you're, yeah, constantly like trying to get somewhere and you keep, I don't know, like feel like you're stuck in like a, you have this kind of like time loop or something. And yeah, um, oh, there's just like obstacles constantly stopping you from yeah, yeah getting there. Yeah, stuff like that's really fun. Uh, but yeah, and I, I love the, um, yeah, like, I don't know if, it, if it's maybe just like an 80s thing, but like, yeah, like the cheesy, like karate-ness of it. Like, uh, oh, yeah, when the guy's just... actually fighting Freddy. <laughs> Oh, this is super cheesy. Yeah, and he thinks he's won. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, how are you going to fight me without your weapon, jackass? And then the the, 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 the glove just like, lunges at him. I was like, yeah, it's yeah. a dream. You can do whatever he wants. Like, why did you think you were okay? I, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Is it, that, so, there's lots of, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll critique some of the cheesiness of, like, oh, there's this, like, theme of, like, she has all of her, her mirrors covered in, like, all her photographs of her friends. And she doesn't oh, yeah. want to see herself. But then when she's like suiting up to be a badass, she like takes all the photographs down, she looks at herself. So now she's powerful because she's recognising yeah. herself. Which <laughs> is only there to set up that Freddy doesn't want to see a reflection of himself. Because Freddy, mm. if he sees how evil he truly is, he will cease to exist. So she yeah. beats him in the final fight. She's fighting him in a church, in a dream. And she holds up a mirror in the church, in the dream. You know, it's like some of the stained glass. It's a reflection yeah. of Freddy, and that like defeats him. And all the souls of all of her dead friends have to escape his body. And I'm like, so why is a reflection deadly to him now? Like, and why why does it work inside the dream? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's just, it, it, yeah, know. it is. De- it is definitely weird. Uh, but at, at least it like looks really cool. Um, like and I don't know if it's like. I don't, I don't know if like part of it is like these souls are, are now like part of him you know like he kind of like you know, he takes off his like you know shirt at one point and you just see like all these like little you know like uh heads and stuff like coming don't, out of hey, his body Tim, don't forget the soul food pizza oh that's perfect yeah <laughs> but all the little meatballs on the pizza are the people screaming for help yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, looks really cool. But yeah, I don't know if like part of maybe him like looking at his reflection is maybe giving like also the souls that are part of him a a chance to see themselves and maybe get power over him because then like his death is like them kind of reaching out and basically like you know kind of like tearing his part like body apart basically so I, I mean i don't know if that like has something to do with it or i mean, know the last obviously is going to be back for number five like, oh, yeah of course <laughs> that's going to happen but yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a thing uh, I, I do think the ending's a little bit lackluster but I do like a lot of the ideas I like the idea of her um, I mean I, I think it's very abrupt how it like reveals that she's starting to have all these like different abilities from all of her friends yeah. but I like the idea of I like the idea of her suiting up because again it's that proactive thing that we love in movies like this where they're taking the, the, the action they're, they're taking command of the situation and they're going to like try and fight back I like that um, and the death scenes themselves are really cool. There's just there's a lot of things that feel a bit sequely to me. Like, oh, we have to kill off the characters in the last movie. Um, you know, um, there's no re- there's no good reason why he's back. That kind of thing. Yeah. You know. Now, let me ask you: Do you think it maybe might be a little better if, um, like, I mean, it it sucks, you know, having to get rid of like you know characters that we like from the first film. Mm-hmm. But if they maybe did it quicker, like you know first 10 15 minutes they're gone and we just now we have the setup of this new main character and you know her powers and stuff and then kind of like away we go as opposed to you know kind of having it feel like this weird like half of a movie where half feels like a continuation from the dream warriors and then half like okay new character now the dream master like yeah i don't know if it'd be better served that way i don't i think that would upset me more that would be that, that alien 3 thing where it's like, oh you're just gonna kill them all yeah. off in the opening 10 minutes like i think that would upset me i think maybe the better option would be just to like i don't maybe not have the characters in it like just like oh, they, they lived happily ever after they're fine okay yeah and so. yeah what if you just like tackle like okay so so she's she, like, she, you know alice has this story of the dream master right and she kind of becomes the dream master by inheriting all these powers what if she just kind of inadvertently like awakens freddy herself you know rather than having having characters come back like have her because she's trying to take control of the dream she does something that wakes freddy up yeah no actually i, I like that yeah that would be yeah. good yeah. and then just go from there and you know you just have these characters and you have her like collecting the, their friends abilities and you know yeah yeah, maybe just do that. I think that works. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Um, yeah, so I, I think ultimately, like, um, certainly a flawed movie, uh, you know, definitely suffers from, you know, sequelitis, but... Uh, it's but not the worst sequel to watch either, though, right? I mean... Yeah, I, I think when you think of, like, bad horror sequels, I, I don't think this falls into that category. Like, no. uh you know, it's, it's funny actually because I feel like I don't think of Rennie Harlan being a great director, but he's actually. You yeah. know, I mean, I actually really enjoy Deep Blue Sea. I, you know, if Die Hard Two is fun enough, like. Yeah, I I think he he makes fun movies. Like he definitely makes like watchable movies. Yes, no, I I concur. Uh, I think this is very watchable. It's, it's much more watchable than I remembered it being. Um, mm. So no good props, and of course, Fred Freddie has to do the thing at one point where he's like, Alice. Welcome to Wonderland. Like he has to do oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's why they named her that. That is the only reason yeah. why she's named Alice is so they could make that that line. And we didn't even talk about a uh, uh, Freddie dressing up like the nurse. Oh yeah, that's a great scene where uh, it's Kristen. Like she wakes up 
uh, or she thinks she's woken up, and it's like it's Robert England just as a as a nurse, like he's dressed as a woman. And... It, it took me a second to be like, this like, this lady looks weird, and then I was like, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just Freddy, it's secretly Freddy the whole time. Uh, that's that's a really fun little scene. I, I think that's 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 the frustrating thing about the movie is that overall it's not that great a movie, but the deaths and the Freddy scenes are so inventive and fun that it's hard to like be completely mad at it because at least they're having fun yeah, with yeah. the actual Freddiness of it. So. You know, Definitely. Uh, so so points where points are earned. Um, uh, another good Freddy line is when uh, Kristen does bring an Al- Allison to the dream for the first time. Freddy turns and goes, "How sweet, fresh oh, yeah. meat!" You know, because <laughs> uh, because you know, at first Kristen's going to like basically let herself die. It's like, okay, well, I'm the last of the Elm Street's children. You can't go after anyone else. The idea that being that finally the kids that he's going after are new people that aren't anything to do with the the kid, the mur- you know the parents that murdered his uh, yeah. himself. Um, you know, in fact, I liked how she she called out her mum in that. By the way, it's like, oh yeah, you and your barbecue friends, you know, killed this guy, and now we're all paying the price for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, hey. I think it's like a funny evolution of the character because he's like you, you can you can see like how much cheesier he gets. Like, I don't think he's full on the you know super punny Freddy that I think a lot of people think of. Like, I think he oh, still sure. has a little bit of menace in this. Uh, I mean, but I he's definitely making jokes. <laughs> I don't know if he still has menace per se. I don't think he's too far though. I, I I think the level of Freddy in this is a level that I'm happy to keep yeah. having fun with. I yeah, think he's not like full on Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. I, like. I, I think it's when you get to the, like the sixth one where they've went yeah. far too far, and it's like okay, this has ruined the character. I think this is kind of the equivalent to me of like in Friday the Thirteenth where. Jason, okay, he's not scary after like two and three really that much, but he's he gets to a point where he's a he's a fun slasher where you're just, you're enjoying him killing yeah. people in six. I feel like in this movie, I'm enjoying Freddy killing people, and that's yeah. no, that's fun. That's that's the fun of it, uh, and that that'd be fine if they kept going just down that path. But they, you know, they, we'll get to five and in, in a bit, and you'll see see what we think of five. But yeah. uh, but hey, so no, I guess that's that's a nice succinct um, uh, discussion on on Friday four or sorry. Freddy for the Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four, the Dream Master, uh, and the concept of the Dream Master is just kind of shoehorned in. There's, there's a couple. Actually, I, that was one of those clunky bits of dialogue for me. Is when Alice like first brings up, "Oh, my mother always told me about the Dream Master," and um, yeah. uh, you know, he's like, she had this little rhyme, and like Kristen just says, like, oh, "It sounds like make believe to me." And I'm like, you have been hunted in your dreams by Freddy Krueger, and you're going to like give give her shit for this little belief. Um, and then she's like, "Oh, how do you know so much so much about dreams?" Which again, coming from Kristen, feels like a kind of like a a bit of hypocritical. Like she yeah, knows so weird. much about dreams because of the Freddy history that it's weird for her to like question why someone else does. But you know, she responds like, "Oh well, you don't have much else. You know, when dreams are all you have, you get to know a lot about them." And I'm like, "That was like super depressing. Get, get, come on, cheer up, <laughs> cheer up, Alice. Life's not that yeah. bad." <laughs> Such a melodramatic yeah. line. There's a couple of other things like that. Like when they first introduced all the other characters, when the nerdy girl comes in on the bike and they're joking about her, uh, like, oh, maybe your hormones will kick in one day and stuff like that. Yeah. Or, uh, or the moment when Alice like daydreams that Dan comes up and like talks to her because because you know Debbie oh, says, yeah. oh, he's such a hunk. So then Alice daydreams that Dan walks up to her and she's she's like, Dan, you're such a hunk, and she's like, oh, thanks. But then she's just daydreaming. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. But I guess yeah. that's setting up that she can control her dreams. She's dreaming nice things because she wants them. I don't know. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they try to set up, like, way too hard that she's, like, you know, very meek and mild and stuff. But it's like, you know, hey, like, you know, she's, like, a likable character. You want to see her have, like, some fun, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, because they go, they go so hard into the meek so that the idea is that when she suits up in the leather jacket at the end and she looks in the mirror, she's yeah. like, F, yeah. It's like, oh, she's she's transformed. She's become a badass, yeah. you know, so... Like, no, see, we she, she had an arc. <laughs> see... <laughs> Yeah, I guess she did. <laughs> a lot of her friends died for it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, that's actually something I wanted to mention as well. Is uh, Kristen when she's like, having that scene at the table with her mother? Uh, you know, the one that ends with her like being mad because she's like snuck some sleeping pills into her into her drink. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, at one point, like her mother's like, "Oh, you know, honey, you've got to stop moping around." And Kristen quite rightly says, "Hey." How about two of your friends die in the same day, and we'll see what it does to your appetite. <laughs> Yeah, and then she just says, "Oh no, you're you're just uh, too stressed. You're not sleeping enough." <laughs> I'm sorry. She's a horrible mother. If two of your friends mm-hmm. die in the same day, you're going to be absolutely devastated, right? Yeah, I think you. I, I feel like you get a free pass for at least a year. This was just this was just an inhumane moment for me uh, yeah. from the, from the mother. <laughs> this was like, no, mother doesn't understand. It's like, no, your two of your friends, especially when you're a teenager and your your friends are dying at that age. Like, that's weird. Yeah, and hard to take. So, yeah, it's strange because the uh, you know uh, the adults in the the Nightmare series are usually very level headed and uh, you know easy to talk to. So, it's strange in this movie. You're being facetious, Tim. <laughs> I can tell. Um, the adults may not have helped them in the first movie too much, but at least in the first movie, like. It felt like more typical, like the parents are hiding things, they're, they're being kind of like, you know, they're discrediting what you're saying kind of thing. Like, whereas here, let's just fly out. No, no, no. No parent would just assume that, a, that their kid <laughs> should get over the fact that two of their friends just died in the same day. Oh, God. It's been two days already. What are you going to... It's the same day! <laughs> <laughs> it's the same night. It's the night she found, like, she found out during the day and this is like, dinner that night. All right, so she's had time to grieve and whatnot i'm just saying she's a horrible mother <laughs> awful mother uh but i'm glad to get the same actress back from the third movie yeah remember yeah. when she wanted to have sex with her date and she got mad that her daughter was like upset about something so she sent her off to a psychiatry ward remember that oh yeah <laughs> that, that, that was her that was her this, this is an awful mother she, she's awful anyway uh i guess we'll i guess we'll wrap up <laughs> I, that's a nice conversation on nightmare four uh so yeah tim what, what did you think what, what would you rate it out of, out of 10 uh so yeah i mean it, it's definitely flawed there's uh you know i guess like the you know the main things i would deduct points for would just be like some of the story stuff um and but like you know i mean the one thing i love about uh this series in general is just the just the kills and how inventive they are. And I think this one has really cool, uh, inventive ones that I like. And, uh, and I do like the, you know, the characters. Uh, so, uh, actually you give it a pretty high score and you give it a 7.5. Um, Woofed! yeah, I, I, I was I, not I, expecting I, that. <laughs> yeah. I, I like it quite a bit. I mean, again, like, you know, it's not as good as the ones that come before it, but I, I really do like this series and, you know, I, I think it's a, you know, a, a, you know, very decent sequel. Um, if it, if it, just didn't suffer from some of the sequel stuff and maybe had a yeah maybe a more cohesive plot like yeah i could see it being a you know actually you know something a lot more enjoyable maybe on the level of like dream warriors or something but yeah that being said it's uh still a really fun watch for me 
Um, no, that's I mean that's that's fair. Uh, I can't go as high as that, but I, I did like it more than I thought. I, I remembered it being really mediocre. Um, yeah. I think I would bump it to more of a six out of ten. I think. I, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I think I think it's an enjoyable six. I think it's got a lot of problems that I think are very valid. It's nowhere near as good as three or one, but definitely. Um, you know, I remember being actually kind of pleasantly surprised that two was kind of a decent movie, even if it was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like, would I, would I rate this like? What did I give two? I give two a bit of six as well. I feel like they're both kind of in this weird. They're kind of sequels that don't do exactly what you want them to do. Um, but I, yeah, that, I I feel like this. Uh, like I mean, again, you know, we, we we talked before about how everyone kind of has like usually like their one franchise that they really like and stuff. Mm. And like, and this is uh, obviously there's a lot that I like, but this is my favorite. And I, I do feel like it's one where uh, when you actually sit down and watch a lot of them, I feel like it doesn't necessarily like match up the what you have in your head because I, I do feel like most people think of the what freddie ultimately became the very cheesy groaning pun guy mm. which um yeah i mean don't get me wrong we'll get there but uh you know i think there's a lot of movies uh before that though that are you know still really good and fun and effective and yeah i, I like it <laughs> yeah four's better than i remember i'll give it credit so i'm, uh, I'm glad but yeah so no, I, I think it's a decent <laughs> six out of ten uh, you know, yeah. an enjoyable six out of ten, um, but I wouldn't go as high as what you're going to, which is almost great. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that's cool. Uh, so obviously, we will we will be back with number five at some point. Um, and the dream child. Yeah, I'm going to you know five and six are not good movies. I'm going to I I will be shocked if I have a have a better opinion of five than I did from before. But we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> do, 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 I... do, do you remember liking five? Are you expecting to like five when you watch it again? uh we'll we'll see i i because i I feel like the last time i i rewatched them it had been a while and i do think there was one or two that i was surprised about uh so and i'm I'm thinking it was four but who knows maybe it might might have have been a little surprised with five as well so that okay six i i a hundred percent know my feelings on that that i don't need any reminders but yeah yeah sex we're gonna garbage veil with that uh oh spoiler alert um and i never finished the remake so we'll see how we feel about the remake when we get oh to it, god but, yeah. but it's coming <laughs> it's coming oh boy. uh so but hey that that is uh that has been nightmare on elm street part four the dream master so yeah five will be coming in a month or two depending it depends how the schedule lines up we're working through a few franchises of course um we're working through Friday the 13th and Phantasm as well as the Howling franchises so uh <laughs> you can expect the Howling 5 I think that's the next sort of sequel franchise movie that we've got on the docket that, not, that won't be next in terms of the show necessarily but it'll be the next sequel we do um out of those batches so but no let us know what you think of Nightmare on Elm Street uh, part 4 in the comments if you want to support the show and the channel head over to patreon.com slash TV. you get to vote on a movie every month if you're a patron at the $5 tier you also get to add movies to the crypt which is like a to-do list of movies that uh, our patrons add to you, everyone can see the list but the patrons can submit movies to it so you go check out that um, and obviously there's other bonuses for other shows as well uh, like, you know, obviously that's a good way to support us, you can also support us by liking, subscribing, all the usual stuff um, you know, watch watch the ads on the YouTubes, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, it helps us out a lot, uh, but yeah so get us on Twitter at mail underscore fuzz like I said, uh, get Tim on Twitter at Tim Vergulish, you can get me on Twitter mm-hmm. at Wibble89, uh, but that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it, keep watching scary movies guys and we will see you next time